Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The Round Ball Rock Podcast, starring Dave Schilling, Pervis Ellison, Phil Chenier, Joey Devine, Jahidi White, Dudley Bradley, the Secretary of Defense, Sean Keane. Cartier Martin! Martel Webster! Patreons, Bridget Willard! Thank you, Bridget! Tyler Fortney! Thank you, Tyler! Joel Mark! Or Joel Mark! Anyway, thanks, Joel slash Joel! Special guest, Jamel Johnson! Musical guest, Fugazi! And now the temporary host of the Round Ball Rock Podcast, Joey Devine! Hi, it's me, Joey Devine, your temporary host of the Round Ball Rock Podcast, and we are back with another brand new episode. I'm here, as always, with my good friend, my co-host, Sean Keen. Sean, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. You know what, Sean? I gotta say... I was a little disappointed that the Don Pardo intro wasn't just all of these names. When you look at Modi Moses, Modi Moses, Modi Moses, Modi Moses, Modi Moses, Moses, Modi. And that voice you heard there is Jamel Johnson, <laughs> the star of Airbuds, the star of NBA Storytime, the star of. Uh, America's only sneaker-based sketch comedy show, uh, on the Kicks app, the BR Kicks app. Yeah, I, it's I got BR, BR app, BR Kicks Instagram, their YouTube page. Yeah, that's Jamel Johnson. He's here. And, uh, I asked Jamel to come on before 
so like 10 minutes before some huge wizards news broke uh uh-huh. he's america's greatest wizards wizards fan that's not that was not in the band uh fugazi uh yeah. it's jamel johnson jamel how you doing dude i'm doing good sean next time i'm on the show you have to say the musical guest is the huckabucks the huckabucks okay i'll explain yeah. later the huckabucks yeah. are a go-go band and they did a um they did a remix of the Budweiser commercial with the frogs. Oh, that's, oh, that's incredible. Amazing. Well, I'll be and they made it about weed. It's great. <laughs> I'll send it to you guys later. Uh, by the way, in other Kendrick Perkins news this week, uh, Jalen Rose said that he was 10 years older than Perkins, but Perkins looked 50 years older than him. It's true. All of that is true. <laughs> um before we get to our news, though, uh, just some business off the top at Round Rock Pod on Twitter. Email us at roundrockpod at gmail.com. Call us on the phone at the number in the description. Uh, Patreon.com slash roundrockpod, uh, where we do a lot of bonus episodes. Uh, I ran an entire game, multiple episodes of a game show last week. Um, and, uh,. Let's go. Oh, and uh, if you're going to be at NBA Summer League, I am also going to be at NBA Summer League at the Tillman Fertitta slot machines at the Golden Nugget Hotel and Casino in downtown Vegas at 1030 p.m. on Tuesday the 10th. So uh, come see me. Sean might be there. We're we're not sure what's happening now. There might be some... uh, (laughs) health-related <laughs> problems uh, within people Sean lives with that might prevent him from going yeah, because some, uh, uh, people won't get vaccinated. Um, yeah, I mean, people, people, the people I'm worried about are vaccinated. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are a little immunocompromised. Yeah. Or um, children. Or children. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, but we'll see how that works. I'll definitely be there because <laughs> I have already... Bought a tick, bought tickets, uh, and, uh, <laughs> um, hotel reservations. Uh, let's get to the news. This is Round Ball Rock News, basketball news for humans and robots. Trust the process. All right, Sean. Tell Jamel what our first story is. Our first story is that Russell Westbrook is coming home. He is a Los Angeles Laker now. He's coming just, home. Yeah, so here's here's the details. The Wizards traded Russ for Kyle Kuzma, Kentavious mm-hmm. Caldwell-Pope, mm-hmm. Montrez Harrell, mm-hmm. and the number 22 pick. They then traded that number 22 pick, Isaiah Jackson from Kentucky, for Aaron Holiday of the Pacers and the number 31 pick, which turned into Isaiah Todd. So that is the return for, for Westbrook, Kuzma, KCP, Harrell, Holiday, Todd. So Jamel, my first question for you is, Mm -hmm. are you excited to root for uh, the NBA's Pete Davidson, Kyle Kuzma? Unfortunately, yes. You know, I'm a company (laughs) man. Everybody in LA, they got too high on him. And then they got too low on him. He's still like a baby. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping DC is not hot enough to break him mentally. Mm-hmm. There are hot people in DC. 
D.C. is a deceptively hot town. No one in the government is hot. Mm -hmm. So you might not think the whole city is hot. Sure. None of the tourists are hot. Mm. (laughs) But we have hot people, but they're kind of dispersed in different areas. My only hope is Kyle Kuzma doesn't find them all. And they don't find him. Uh And he just (laughs) plays basketball and lives in the gymnasium. Yeah. So so there's also a rumor that some of these pieces come, that came back from the Westbrook trade are going to be headed to Brooklyn in a Spencer Dinwiddie sign and trade. I mean, sounds pretty wild. Who would they want? What do they want? Harold? Kuzma and Harold. Oh, okay. But you like... keep KCP. I've oh, heard great. that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so, cool. Uh, house <laughs> arrest is pretty cool, right? Um <laughs> Uh, I mean, I forgot KCP was even in the deal. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. America's only, uh, he's hes the only player I've ever seen who's, who I believe played with an ankle bracelet on. Uh, like a, like. An anklet? <laughs> yeah, well, no, like uh, one of those tracking ones from when he got that DUI and couldn't leave the state of California. Do you remember? Probation? He had a fucking. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, he couldn't, he couldn't go on the road. <laughs> Holy moly. I mean, that's pretty cool. Yeah, KCP is um, cool, dude. Well, not drunk driving is not cool. Isn't but cool. He's but still playing with player. an ankle monitor yeah, yeah, on yeah, is yeah, cool. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. That's cool. cool. Uh, I do agree. Look, uh, drunk driving's not cool, but also, you know, it's not the same kind of crime as some other things. You know, you shouldn't yeah. drive drunk, but sometimes it happens. Well, that's sure, not you the know, right we've message. all, yeah, <laughs> we've all, doing, uh, we've all, we've I'm all just, had I'm to, just uh, saying, let's be honest about this. Yeah, we've all had to work the, we've all had to work the rookie symposium and had a couple, couple <laughs> Glenn Livets. You know what I'm saying? No big deal. Um, I mean, KCP coming off the bench for Brad makes me feel yeah, good. Yeah, KCP's good. That's yeah, the he's, thing. He's uh, not bad. Kuzma, I described earlier this week on Twitter as uh, what happens if you gave the uh, if you gave a uh, Call of Duty Warzone streamer the basketball game of an aging Antoine Jameson. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, not wrong, dude. Uh, I, we haven't had a good three in a while so I, it'd be cool to keep that little idiot too. Well, they've drafted several of them. They drafted another one. Oh yeah, uh, we've done nothing but draft threes. We've done nothing but pick up threes. Chandler Hutchinson, R.I.P. He's still alive, but this deal does not bode well for his time with the team. It certainly. Also, does not. he's Chandler Hutchinson, one of the more sus posters on Instagram. It's just oh. very. It's like um, not like not like QAnon shit. Just like weird. Mm-hmm. Just generally weird. He I says find, weird things. I find Chandler Hutchinson's hair to be weird. His hairline is yeah. very low. <laughs> He's like a he just he seems like a like a industry plant. Like mm-hmm. this is like a term I hear a lot in rap music. Like this is a dude <laughs> they created in a lab to talk about uh, you know, riding Bentleys and uh-huh. and uh drinking, you know, Ciroc mixed drinks. Chandler Hutchinson seems like the basketball version of this. It's like they, he uh, was was created in a farm. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
of the all the threes you've picked up, uh, Corey Kispert, Chandler Hutchinson, uh, Danny Advia, yeah, uh, America's Bertans. Well, isn't Bertans a four? Bertans is whatever he wants to be. Yeah, yeah. Bertans is a three point eight. Rui <laughs> is also kind of a three point eight, right? Yeah. Um, do you have faith in any of those people? <laughs> uh, Rui. Kispert, and if I'm playing spades, Denny is a possible. Uh-huh. Davis Bertans can kick rocks. <laughs> Seems like a great time to trade that guy. Uh, wow, the Latvian trade. laser out. I'm I'm trying to figure out how to put Bertans in this Dinwiddie deal. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Fucking and like you let us. I know you. I know. Okay, fine. We keep Montrez. You take Kuzma. We'll give you Bertans, and you guys can go to hell. <laughs> um, my other question for you before we get to the Westbrook side of this is uh, are you going to miss watching them run literal plays for Robin Lopez jump hooks in the playoffs um, <laughs> gotta go with absolutely not well the okay it's not even the play calls <laughs> the plays are fine the problem is when the broken play comes to him mm-hmm. and he spins away from the basket mm-hmm. yeah. instead of just dunking. That's the like that's the hard part to watch. Him looking like an idiot on purpose is great. Mm-hmm. But when he does yeah. it, it's like he's just clearly not he's not ready for advanced improv, is no. what I'll say no. uh, <laughs> about Robin Lopez. He still needs a little more introductory work with his game. Mm-hmm. Um what was I going to say? Oh, now let's talk about Russ. Are you going to miss Russell Westbrook? Absolutely. Why wouldn't I? I don't know. I don't know how you felt about him. Because you you are America's biggest John Wall stan. That's true. I mean, so years, it was a tough replacement. I was hurt. I yeah. watched. I mean, the first half of the year through the All-Star break, I'm watching the games alone in the dark. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it wasn't good. It didn't feel good to be there. And I think everybody on the court felt the same way. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. And we had to like play him like within like the first two weeks of the season. It just was nasty, dude. It felt wrong. And then we all got over it. <laughs> I mean, Russ was playing with four ripped quads. How many quads yeah. are in the human body? I mean, I think he has two extra. Yeah, Honestly. for sure. And he had ripped all of them hoes. <laughs> so that was a little weird. But when he was healthy, it was awesome. Yeah, um, I don't... They're yeah. definitely losing a certain amount of juice. And I'm not sure if Spencer... Dean no one can get a rebound. Delivers no the one, same I don't think he gets rebounds. No one no. on the team can get a rebound. <laughs> Thomas Bryant, in theory, would get rebounds. But he'll, like... Instead of getting rebounds, he's at, like, the fucking concession stand. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Getting fucking mm-hmm. nachos or something. Robin Lopez just, blo- just blocks out, assuming there are other people who will rebound. But yeah, those people aren't actually on his team anymore. Yeah, he's like, oh, dude, that's right. I'm not in Portland. I'm wearing it's red and black. Uh, that, we wear red and blue. Um, what when you are talking to your kids hundreds of years from now, your grandchildren on your deathbed, now. yeah, your grandchildren on your deathbed, what will be the one thing you tell them about the what the Russell Westbrook era? In Washington, D.C. Uh, I would say that um, I would just mention that he broke the record with us. 
And uh, I don't, if I'm on my deathbed, I don't know how much I could talk, but I would try to explain <laughs> that the craziest part was he had to do the dumbest shit you ever saw to start every game. Every game, he would make the dumbest play you've ever seen, my <laughs> grandchild. And then he would just turn it on. Like, get it out of his system. He just get it out of his It's like, he, yeah, he's like living out his worst nightmare in the first quarter. And then he's like, oh, that wasn't that bad. Okay, I guess I could play basketball now. <laughs> I, feel, I feel bad about the idea that you would be talking about this one wizard season <laughs> on your deathbed. <laughs> that no one's like, you know what, Grandpa, do you want to tell us about the funeral games? Like, no, 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 no. No, no, no. This was a story of a planned victory, <laughs> vanquishing no, no, no. the hated Indiana Pacers. Which was the best win of the season. Yeah. I mean, they got a, uh, to be fair, they did get Bradley Beal to stay after this season somehow. They also, they also, <laughs> look, anytime you can win in a playoff series and it cements the firing of the opposing team's coach. That's a win. That's a notch mm -hmm. on your belt. Yep. You know, for sure. You get to paint that on the side of your fighter plane. I mean, like look, silhouette of Nate Bjorkren. If Tommy Shepard is responsible for the Delta variant, <laughs> I can't blame him, dude. I can't blame him. I'm just saying, if if Brad doesn't get COVIDed off the Olympic roster, mm -hmm. who knows where he ends up? Because the whole plan was. Everybody was going to recruit him to everywhere. Yeah. And <laughs> yep. he was looking forward to it. <laughs> mm -hmm. He wanted yep. it. Draymond was very upset. I can tell you that much. Uh, That's what so I'm saying. Yeah. Here's so my, my, my I other actually, question about, uh, go ahead. Go sorry. Ahead. No, you go ahead. Sean. <laughs> my other question about the Olympics and recruitment is that right before Team USA started getting together, uh, there was all this jockeying to be the team that gets bought out Kevin Love and like mm -hmm. KD yep. wanted to be his roommate. A lot of that chatter disappeared. Yeah. I think when they saw what Kevin Love is actually like on the court mm -hmm. and they're like, Oh, we got to send this guy home. Yeah. Oh no. Like, like it, uh, <laughs> it was a very short courtship for, for Kevin Love. I actually, I have a question for you, Jamel. How do you mm. feel about the fact that your GM's name is Tommy Shepard? Because don't you think it's a little, like, uh, it's a little bit of a name that, like, it would be a kid you played Little League with who died. Yeah. Be like, little you Tommy you'll remember Little Shepherd. Tommy Shepard. We play a little Tommy, we play <laughs> he, a little Tommy Shepard He field. drowned in a lake on senior <laughs> trip. Um, it's, kind of, it's kind of a fable name, too. Yeah. yeah, I was about to say, that that kid, if he doesn't die, he could also grow up to become a white pimp. Yeah. <laughs> named Tommy Shepard and, uh -huh. and Tommy Shepard is that yeah he is a little bit like the one white comic on an all black lineup yeah, at like Shaq's dude. roast it would be you like and Tommy Shepard like, <laughs> <laughs> like I asked him one they time start bully, they start booing him at the Apollo and then he wins them immediately he wins yeah. them over he's like oh come on man I know you ain't talking <laughs> 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 and then everybody loses it. He makes fun of the one dude with a fucked up haircut. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bro. It's like he has like 20 full minutes about how his family doesn't season their food. Um, <laughs> he's one just like he, he's like, I use a washcloth. 
<laughs> and the crowd goes nuts. They're like, oh, <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> One time he was he did a ask me anything uh, Reddit and I asked him if he liked comedy. What did he say? He told me he said he was a big Richard Pryor fan. Oh, so he doesn't See? like yeah. comedy. Yeah. No, no, that him, means you don't like comedy if you're saying you like Richard Pryor. <laughs> it was I asked him uh <laughs> I asked him if Troy Brown was going to be playing point guard next year. This is b- yeah. b- before the trade. This is before the John Wall trade. Uh-huh. So I'm already I'm like, what's up? And he's like, well, you know, we're going to have Troy playing all type of positions. Also, I like Richard Pryor. <laughs> How do you think Westbrook is going to deal with LeBron? You've watched him now very closely. Uh, how's that going to fit? I think it's going to be fine. As long as he's fine. Westbrook's personality on the court is a little bit like LeBron's personality in the first 40 minutes of Space Jam A New Legacy. It's a yeah. little bit like Bad Dad. <laughs> yeah. But that's the thing. LeBron was acting. Right. Because LeBron, LeBron. is... Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Weird choice. Again, I've said it a couple of times on the show here. Weird <laughs> choice for LeBron to be like, yeah, I'm going to play myself and my kids are basically... like. Like where the, my kids are going to be very close to my actual kids, and I, in this movie, I am the great Santini. <laughs> well, he was going for that NAACP Image Award. <laughs> He's trying to get in there. I, I think. Well, based on what I've seen last year, the problem with the Lakers was, um, she was just stagnant, bro. And it was because, mm-hmm. like, yeah, they were getting a lot of open jumpers. But there's like no one cutting. There's no like, there's no like shit. There's no action to the basket. Right. Everything Anthony Davis does is a fadeaway. They don't, yeah. they didn't let Harold play anymore. You know what I'm saying? He was dead. I mean, I. So like, I just think. Harold's a weird player. He's like, Harold's one of those guys that like fans definitely overrate, you know? He's yeah. like he's kind of like um big man Jamal Crawford or something. You know what I mean? Mm. Where it's like that guy scores a lot of points and looks really cool and then you look at like whatever nerds are saying about him it's like he can't he's unswitchable. He sucks at defense or whatever. <laughs> well, he is a, he is like a 6-6 center. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which is just, you know, weird. I mean, it would have made more sense to have him with Russ. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I think the deal is if you just let Russ get all the rebounds, you'll be fine. LeBron doesn't want to rebound anymore. Mm-hmm. AD, not interested. Well, they're going to keep playing. It'll be kind of interesting because they are basically going to keep uh, playing Anthony Davis at power forward most of the time. And who's the five? Uh, it'll Gasol. be like Dwight Howard still or Gasol. Oh, yeah. they're signing Dwight. Yeah, yeah. Or like Boogie will come. Oh, wait, hold like on. That. We're talking about Dwight? Hold on one second. Hmm. Gotta do this. Groovy. And I want to ask him to be in a movie. Or make a dream team. And like back in the day, I'll even yell, get down. You can't touch this. Have you ever heard that, Jamel? That's Dwight Howard's uh, cover <laughs> of You Can't Touch This. <laughs> Excuse uh, yeah, he's, me. He's yeah, doing yeah. a he's doing an Arnold Schwarzenegger impression for the second verse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You no, know I haven't heard this. Get down. You can't test this. I'll be back. You can't test this. 
<laughs> Break it kids. down. Who are the kids? Break it down. What's the name of that album, Sean? Shoot for the stars. I Shoot think. for the stars. Yeah, it's a whole it's album. From, I it's an entire it's from album. Two thousand nine. And if you fall, you land on a cloud. Hold yeah. on, hold on. I have another one. Um, one second. Got to drag this in here. Don't know why I don't have it saved. But here, try this one. Somebody once told me the world is gonna roll me. I hate the sharpest tool in the shed. <laughs> She was looking kind of dumb with her finger and her thumb in the shape of an L on the forehead. Who is this for? <laughs> was it for us? The, uh, the I think fans? it's for. I think it's for my podcast to make fun of it constantly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he made this just for YouTube. What the hell? Yo, it's like, like Kids really? Bop, but Dwight is singing. Uh huh. It's <laughs> what did a Kids Bop album? It's basically a Kids Bop album, yeah. Except Dwight's one of the kids. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that's gnarly. Uh, that it's being kind said, of insane that it even exists. Um. <clears throat> all right, where were we? Oh, sorry, Dwight and uh, Lakers. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. The the Lakers are weird. I don't even know what to do with them. Like, well, when what, I think what about, about when them. they what about when they add Mello? Right. the The rumor is that Mello, Rudy Gay, and Demar Derozan are all well, taking pay De- cuts to come. Demar, Demar Derozan's not coming. <laughs> that that was the rumor. I'm just saying. I know, I mean, but that was just, that was like such a, a pay cut. I think that rumor. Uh, I I think that rumor was in play before they traded for Russell Westbrook. No, the rumor was yesterday that those three names are all coming for... Oh, okay, because I read another thing that just said, like, there's no way DeMar is taking a pay cut from $29 million to, like, $6 million. I'm just telling you, the, the report I was know, yesterday. I know. Those I really... three are all coming together. Alright. <laughs> I mean, like, I assume we all took a pay cut to move to Los Angeles, but we can't dunk and shit. Yeah, yeah, it's true. <laughs> yeah, it was a pretty, pretty severe haircut. To, yeah, it's uh... like a different, <laughs> different situations. Yeah, there's no extra perks to make up for it, too. Mm-hmm. You can't like go to a nightclub event and you're like, no, this is a you actually you, you get a cut of the cover. Yeah, here's sixty thousand dollars for coming to tenants for the tree. Yeah, yeah no. <laughs> <laughs> the worst thing is we got to compete with some of these basketball players. Now. <laughs> oh, oh Blake God. Griffin doing just for laughs multiple times before me. Come on now. <laughs> Tell him, see, we got to challenge him. Ten thousand dollar comedy off in Miami. Yeah, <laughs> me, me versus you, Blake Griffin. For everything, you little bitch. Uh, I guess Sean, do you want to talk about the draft before we get let's, to these this free agency news? Uh, yeah, we can. Let's we just, can just quickly go over the draft. I don't okay, really just care. anything. I didn't have like a ton to. say. I know. We'll just say just who got to, drafted. Like, let's just go through. And, okay, so hold on. Um, It's time for the draft. With the first pick in the 2013 NBA draft, the Cleveland Cavaliers select 
Anthony Bennett Toronto. Where the bad teams get good. With the second pick in the 2003 NBA draft, the Detroit Pistons select Darko Milicic. And everyone's a winner. The Toronto Raptors select Andrea Bargnani. People not choosing where they get to work is a system robots understand all too well. The Charlotte Bobcats <laughs> select Adam Morrison. Anyway, good luck children. Hope you don't end up playing basketball for a podcast. Let's talk about the draft. Alright, um, so the f- this was a weird draft, right guys? <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, <laughs> shouts out to Bargnani, by the way. I thought he was on the Italian team. He's not. Uh, <laughs> other than that, yeah, I mean, the weirdest part, J.C. Penny doesn't make the suits anymore. I yeah. Kind of sad. Bullshit. I will uh, say the Moses Moody, Moses Moody, I'm not going to play that drop again, even though I really want him. My hand reached for the mouse, like, uh... Gotta gotta play uh, Ken Perk miss saying Moses Moody's name again. Um, but no, uh, posted like a bunch of shots of him wearing his suit that were like professionally taken. But in the corner was the Clutch Sports Group logo, like they were selling the suits, like it was uh-huh. like express for <laughs> like an express for men ad. Yeah, yeah they, you're they gonna love hard. the way you look. <laughs> They watermark sports. all his photos. It's weird. <laughs> it's really weird. Um, I will say one thing that uh, about Andrea Bargnani, uh, New York City has this extremely low ride uh, Italian American museum mm-hmm. that is. It seems like it's like stuff from a guy's garage. Right. And like for that. years, they had uh, a Danilo Gallinari Knicks jersey in the front window. <laughs> of the Italian American Heritage Museum. And uh, they ne- they did not switch it to a Bargnani even after they traded for him, despite Gallinari having been traded uh, in like 2010. I think. They know the deal. Come on. Yeah. So uh, He came to New York know. to save the city. It didn't yeah. quite work out. but And now they're like, Yankees got to trade for Joey Gallo. Yankees got to trade for Anthony Rizzo, just so guys can be like, yeah! <laughs> this guy there's hey, one more of us give me a bowl of spaghetti I'm going to Yankee <laughs> Stadium hey. um, so I would say the one the only thing I really have to say about this draft well first off I want to ask you guys which which broadcast did you guys watch did you watch the ABC one or the ESPN one well I was on the oh. ESPN I was on the laptop I had the Gold Cup game on mute mm-hmm. on the antenna, and I had to draft ESPN. So you were watching laptop. Perk and Mike Schmitz, yeah. Uh, because they're the eight, I we were watching that one and it sucked. <laughs> and it's you know. we flipped over halfway through to the ABC one, and the ABC one, we immediately were like, Oh, we should have been watching this the whole time. This is terrible and hilarious. For every pick, they would have a different, like, celebrity from an ABC show. Oh, my God. Congratulate them. So it would be like, but it was all, like, people you wouldn't even know of. It was like, at one point, it was Kevin Hart. It was the stars of, like, some, hold on, what was the name of this show? Well, I know, I'm sure it was a couple. Kevin Hart Car Show. It was a, 
what's couple it called? shorties from uh station no 19. it was kevin oh so apparently it said the stars of kevin hart's muscle car crew on motor trend on the motor what? trend channel <laughs> who got congratulated by the motor trend channel <laughs> uh it was somebody late it was like if this was like pick 22 but what I want to do, I'm going to say Could on have been the, yeah, there was like, I got there. One of the guys name was Spank Horton. That's just how I remember. <laughs> it was like, who are these guys congratulating? Uh, fucking, uh, Keon Johnson for getting taken 22nd. <laughs> Everybody's so taking some weird. interesting swings. That's very, I didn't know ABC owned Motor Trend. <laughs> I will also say I didn't even realize the draft was on ABC as well. Well, and they they did the. I figured it out because they were doing apparently. Everyone was tweeting about like when Bones Highland got drafted. Like they did some NFL draft shit where it was like about how a baby died and his mom saved a baby yeah. in a fire. And I was like, we're not seeing this at all. We're just seeing Mike Schmitz talk about uh his wingspan or whatever <laughs> tnt has to figure out i mean i know nobody's ever gonna have more money than disney but the only way it's ever actually gonna be good is if they just let tv tnt run everything yeah. and that doesn't mean you have to have charles barkley on tv until he you know passes out on camera you don't I have mean, to do it that it wouldn't be bad though it would not be bad it would be <laughs> awesome if he fell asleep in the middle of the second <laughs> round Oh my God! Um, uh, so we they, just need okay, so, everything from that coaching tree. You know what I'm saying? Why? Why would you have two different telecasts though? Like all of that is very strange to me. That you're like uh, Reese Davis on ESPN, and then Jalen Rose and Kevin Nagani. Like why? Hey, Kevin Nagani and Ching, Chinese Chingy. Oh man, you're a WNBA oh fan. How do I say her name? Janae Agumake. Janae, yeah, yeah. Uh, and she was great. Um, Kevin Nagani was not very good, but Janae was great. Um, well, I think so just because there's no sports right now. Yeah. And and they don't have the Olympics, so they're like, we just got to fucking, <laughs> we got to hit everything we can, man. We had the, uh, I was actually listening to the ESPN radio broadcast of Ooh. it because I was, I was hiking down a mountain in Montana. Let's go. You had a transistor radio? <laughs> my, friend, my friend had, a, so he had this, um, he basically subscribed to this very powerful Wi-Fi in case somebody got injured or like attacked by a bear mm-hmm. Fair. for the GPS thing, but it went for the week. So he's like, well, I'm going to tune in this radio feed. And uh, there weren't really any other hikers to get annoyed, although uh, there are no black people in the entire state of Montana. So I was wondering, like, do people hate this draft? Like, what's going on? Uh, But it was Ramona Shelburne, uh, PJ Carlissimo. Oh, no. Did anyone tell him to put uh, a little mustard on his... uh... Oh, and Seth Greenberg, (laughs) who is not great either. But yeah. uh, Seth Greenberg, who sounds just like PJ Carlissimo. Uh, uh, PJ just sounds a little more hoarse. But but they, like, didn't have a producer or something because they kept interviewing people and getting surprised when Adam Silver would announce a pick. 
they constantly get cut off or they'd like kind of miss it uh just because like it was nice and no one was really in charge so all three people would be talking at the same time and then you'd hear in the background uh that james book night had been drafted mm-hmm. and then they'd sort of <laughs> scramble and be like oh oh darling and meanwhile my dad is just continually texting me and i'm i'm getting service every like 12 minutes so i get this i get this block of text that's like hope kaminga's there they better get kaminga i don't want that white guy from michigan kaminga yes kaminga <laughs> so um all right well let's let's go okay so king kind of like a no-brainer you yeah. love Mobley, right, Joey? I do love Mobley. I like Mobley a lot. You got to get Kevin Love away from him so he doesn't bum him out too much. Yeah, that, that, that's like a yeah. guaranteed buyout to yeah. just be like, like that guy, that guy <laughs> hanging out with Jared Allen. That's fine, you know. Like yeah. that's Jared Allen, Larry Nance, great people to hang out with. But uh-huh. get yeah, Kevin, Kevin Love, Love away. Yeah, I mean he couldn't even be the token white guy on the Olympic team, yeah. and that is <laughs> that's not that high a bar to fight. Uh, it's like Washington Wizards great uh, Christian Leitner did yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> that crew is like Larry Nance and Jared Allen are trying to get Evan to like join their land party, and then Kevin Love shows up with ketamine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like what it's the like, fuck? Hey, I don't man. give a shit if you got practice tomorrow. <laughs> Let me tell you something. The NBA is a joke. These people don't care about you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Um, okay, Joey, you love Scotty Barnes. I do love Scotty Barnes, and something very funny happened is the Raptors took surprisingly took Scotty Barnes fourth, and all the fans were mad. But now they didn't take Jalen Suggs. Yes, but now Scotty Barnes has spent the last three days wearing his Toronto Raptors hat everywhere he goes, and now they love him. See, it's <laughs> it's that easy to get Toronto on your side. I mean, I mean, that's like, yeah. <laughs> well, I loved I loved Jalen Green coming out the day before the draft, and being like, I want to live in Detroit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the the greatest last at <laughs> last ditch effort to get picked first ever. Just saying, the only place I want to live is Detroit, Michigan. <laughs> and Houston's like, well, we're the city of Houston. We know you would. <laughs> probably prefer to live here uh no i want to buy an entire block of abandoned houses (laughs) which is actually dan gilbert's job right (laughs) i want that joe lewis fist to be in my front yard (laughs) gotta meet iggy pop dude you move to detroit you're the number one pick they give you a little caesar's franchise yeah yeah (laughs) You get an abandoned house filled with weed plants. Yeah. Uh-huh. And you get to hang out with T Grizzly. Yeah. Uh I'm I'm happy for the Pistons getting the number one pick. Yeah. I think it'll be I think that's it's just like they've been so unlucky in the draft forever. Um so yeah, and then uh Suggs went five, then mm-hmm. the Oklahoma City Thunder took the 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 draft's international man of mystery. Uh-huh. This year's Denny Advia, Australian man Josh Giddy. That wasn't Timothy Oliphant. I thought that was, was Timothy. No, <laughs> but not Timothy Oliphant. He looks like the other Chalamet. 
Chalamet. Chalamet. Okay, okay. Yeah. I be I confuse Oliphant with Chalamet. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I get Dilma, it. Dermot Mulroney and Dylan McDermott. Yeah. <laughs> Dermot. Yeah, yeah. Those are four white people that Paxton are just... Pullman. It's the same. It's yeah, the same yeah. I blend yeah. all of them. I I do have a theory about Oklahoma City though. Mm-hmm. They're they're bummed out that that players want to leave town and they want to they want to leave. So now they're getting people from outside of America who don't have any perspective so and are just like, well, I guess this is what America's is. like. Yeah, yeah. Josh Giddy, Poku. Uh. <laughs> it worked with Giannis. The problem is Australia, a little too nice of a country. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Greece is broke in such a way. Giannis was like, oh, my God, I get a home. I have central air. Yeah. <laughs> this is crazy. Um. Anyway, uh, Josh Giddy and Poku and Lou Dort and Shea Gilgis Alexander, one of the weirdest collection of names in basketball history. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Don't they also have Theo Maladon? They still? do also have it's Teo Maladon. <laughs> Teo yes. Maladon. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. is uh <laughs> actually Teo it turned Maladon. out I I used to work in a kid's science museum and I have to tell you, um, they screwed up when they were putting the skeleton together. So the tail maladon is actually not a real dinosaur. It's actually just a variety of a duckbill dinosaur. Um, then the warriors took uh, Jonathan Kaminga. Now uh, here's what's a little sure. weird about that for me. Uh, the warriors Twitter, uh, just a horrible, um, mm-hmm. terrible, toxic place for some reason, mm-hmm. mainly because I, I don't know. I'm not, I have a, I definitely have a theory about that, but, um, and Warriors fans were really upset about this pick because, uh, in, in nine of his 13 G league games in the bubble, Kaminga did not look very good, although Mm -hmm. he looked really good in four of them. Yeah. And the idea was that I guess the Warriors were supposed to trade the pick. Yeah. Something, but I'm not Mm -hmm. really sure what that was supposed to be. Well, it was Bradley Beal, but he didn't go to the Olympics. Um, yeah. So that yeah, yeah, kind of fucked that up. I mean, that, the, the Lakers also not having Warriors, a pick higher than seven also fucked that up. Yeah, not great. Yeah, uh, in a six-player draft yeah. with a with a clear top five. Yeah, um, so. And also not having uh, not having future picks to trade because they had to trade a pick a first-round pick to get off Andre Iguodala so they could sign a. D'Angelo Russell that also and didn't get, help. Well, that's how they got, but that's how they got number seven in the sure, first place. Sure, but <laughs> Dub Nation saying. and Laker Nation are the Dub Nation wants whatever Laker Nation wants, and that's just how it's going to be as long as Steph is on the team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The fan base is going to be well. I, we should have the best guy too. Which is funny because Sean and I are both late, uh, Warriors fans, and we don't actually want that. <laughs> <laughs> It's because you were right-minded people who understand <laughs> logic and how decisions work. Yeah, it's just like you they've well the Warriors now in two consecutive years have had picks where right after teams are like people on the internet are like, What? No, he was really disappointing last year. And then it turned out they uh you know they struggled when they were 17 or 18, and it turns out they actually both reclassified to graduate earlier. Mm-hmm. Because that's the deal with Mannion, too, where sure. he was supposed to be in this draft. Kaminga's supposed to be in next year's draft. 
Well, and maybe that's speaking like... of the Italian Olympic team, which Jamel is mm. a huge fan of. Nico Mannion's the starting point guard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, Yikes. he started. I think he was the starting point guard when he was like seventeen, too. Yeah. Um, um, once, once Team USA cut him, and, te- and Italy's like, "Hey, your mom is a star Italian volleyball player." Anyway, congrats, Franz Wagner, Wagner, on getting to play with your brother Mo in Orlando, mm-hmm. and. Uh-huh. Uh, Sorry, Davion Mitchell, uh, for or the Kings fans for drafting Davion Mitchell. I don't really care about the rest of the draft because you well, know what we have to talk about, Sean? What's that? Oh, there were uh, some trades. Okay. Um, oh, we, can we can we ask one question to to Jamel first? Sure. How do you feel about Corey Kispert? Uh, in theory, it makes sense. I mean, what if Davis Bertans could play defense? Right. <laughs> That's the plan. It does feel like it does feel like maybe you don't need both. Yeah, exactly. We'll we'll see. Um, and I also like that they got a G League Ignite guy in the second round. I like that. That seems like a solid move. He also and went to the Word of God Christian Academy. You'd love Raleigh. a Christian athlete, bro. We love our, our, ourselves. Anyone in the fellowship of Christian athletes is welcome. Mm-hmm. Down at down at Wizards headquarters. <laughs> He's very <laughs> handsome. I will say that about Corey Kispert. Corey Kispert, yeah. um, when he he got a haircut for the draft, and now he looks like a handsome man and not a basketball player. Where before he had a really and at Gonzaga he had a really bad haircut and a headband, and he looked like a basketball player. Bro, Does he that had make his sense? Suit. <laughs> He kind of looked the, like absolutely. a volleyball player, yeah. I think. <laughs> well, he's got the double-breasted suit. He looks like a fucking 60s Batman villain. Yeah, he does. All right, <laughs> let's talk York. trades. Well, wait, wait, wait. I just want to tell you one more thing. Sorry. <laughs> uh, the New York Post ran a story with the headline, Corey Kispert and girlfriend Jen Worth are the modern-day love and basketball. I okay. hate that. Yeah. Uh, they're, just... both white. they're both white. I mean, they're I'm glad white. you... I'm, I am glad that I know somebody wrote. Tell me who wrote that. Just eat. Just the DM New York Post. Yeah. Okay. Uh, New York Post. We got you guys down. Jenna uh, Lemon Shelley. That correct. can't be a real name. <laughs> Jenna right. Lemon Shelley. Okay. All right. All right. Let's Sorry. talk trades. Trades. That's right. We're talking about trades. Slash cap space URLs. You remember we talk about cap space all the time in the program. Slash cap space. Let them know that you came from us. Limited time only. Terms apply. Protected picks. You can even create a beautiful website while listening to this podcast. Over 140 million people choose Wix to create their website. Create yours today. That's wix.com slash woj, W-O-J, to get 10% off. Rights to euros that are never coming. Enter code NBA at checkout for $20 off your first order. Expiring salaries. And if you missed it, we launched the Recapables Billions podcast on our Recapables feed. <laughs> Treating people like they're assets and not people. ZipRecruiter.com slash low post, L O W E post. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Even robots know that basketball is a business, so players shouldn't have feelings because of business. Trades.
All right, Sean, what trades? We always get a bunch of good trades on draft night. What trades did we get? Okay, so besides the Russell Westbrook deal, we had uh, the Suns, mm-hmm. God, Landry Shamit for Javon mm-hmm. Carter and the number 29 pick. Well, and you know who that's Landry really going to be for, right? Campaign. It's He's gone, right? That's This is Sarver saving money, right? <laughs> oh, cutting campaign. Oh, yeah, oh because... not re-signing campaign. Well, I mean, isn't Javon Carter a point guard? Uh, yeah. Uh, I guess it doesn't. But I guess it's it, it's someone's going to give campaign like the full mid level, and Robert oh, Sarver oh, is not and going so to do is, that. So yeah, this yeah, is yeah, his okay. replacement. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and so Landry Shamit. You know, I I still like Landry Shamit, but I, I do not. I think he's like a theoretical good basketball player. Every time I watch him, he bums me out. Um the the the. Nets then picked up a very exciting name, uh, mm-hmm. Dayron Sharp. Yeah, mm-hmm. Dayron uh, Sharp, who uh, has the, who is like the heir apparent to Kendrick Perkins. He looks like he has like Kendrick Perkins' body. <laughs> yeah, as a as a nineteen year old, yeah. yeah, he's six eleven and two sixty five, and he's nineteen years old. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, there's a yeah. there's a big trade we were forgetting here though, Sean. Oh well, uh, hold on. go ahead. Uh, Ricky Rubio is going to Cleveland yes, specifically right. for Torian Ooh. Prince in a second round pick, and you know why that is though, right? He's trying to change Kevin Love. Yeah, face. they're good. They brought him in to tell Kevin Love to change his face. We got um, we got to reunite the 2013 Minnesota Timberwolves. Yeah. Anytime, anytime you can bring back. What Bleacher Report once said in 2012, is this the NBA's next great duo? You've got to do it, right? (laughs) It's kind of, uh, it's a little weird to me. I mean, I guess Cleveland feels like they need just sort of like a steadying influence. I guess that does make sense. I understand that they don't really have any use for Torian Prince. Mm -hmm. And they kind of just took him to get Jared Allen. Sure. Um, But it is, it, it's like they have two point guards basically Anytime already that are like Ricky twenty-one Rubio, years though, old. It's like a good, especially for, a good team for the vibes. Where, yeah, where where Kevin Love is fucking the vibes up so bad. This is definitely a vibes upgrade, right? Well, and also it makes a lot more sense if uh, they're not going to commit to Colin Sexton long term. So, mm. uh, but yeah, it it feels like this is the truest test of Ricky Rubio's unflinching optimism. Like yeah, unfettered. They vibes. challenge yeah. him with a Minnesota winter, a year in Utah, mm-hmm. and now he's like, "All right, Cleveland, you gotta, yeah. you gotta, you gotta still shine yeah. and smile in Cleveland." It's always warm because the river's on fire. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> But Sounds we, right to me. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess I guess the Timberwolves also have three point guards. So yeah. I get still. So um it's but also shame. they're saving luxury tax because for some reason the Timberwolves were very were luxury, like five yeah. million dollars to the close to the tax. Um but more importantly, you know who else made a bunch of trades? Oh, uh 
the newest the newest most qualified president of basketball operations mm-hmm. in the NBA. Yeah, people want him to be the actual president, but instead uh-huh. he's just the president of basketball operations for the Boston Celtics. And when we mention Boston, you know what we have to do. You really I want do. to know what I believe? I believe in the four-point line. I believe soup is the perfect food. I be- That's right. Soup is the perfect <sighs> food. It's time to talk about the Boston Celtics. Sean, what moves did they make? Oh, I just want to say very quickly that uh, there was a girl um, whose dating profile talked about her love of soup, mm-hmm. and I DM'd her and asked if she thought soup was the perfect food, and she did not write back. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. I think she, I think she actually thinks that all Matt Damon movies would be a little bit better if they were Leonardo DiCaprio <laughs> movies. So it wasn't going to work so out. So were you like, do you believe in the four point line? Yeah, do you believe that. in a, a Belichick Popovich presidency? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you believe that Kanye West is a genius, but the problem is that he knows it? Well, the thing was, she agreed that he <laughs> oh, was a genius, but she didn't re- she didn't think that him knowing it was a problem. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so Boston made some deals. Uh, first of all, I'm gonna the, the, we'll do the big one second. They just traded uh, for Josh Richardson for virtually nothing. Basically, uh-huh. they took him into a trade exception and they sent back uh, a guy that it's so hard to evaluate, but uh, they got Moses Brown, the the young man from the from the Oklahoma City yeah. Thunder. He basically started at center for the last. I don't know. He looked good against the Warriors, but I mean sure. that's uh, they they well, were all a big much man. smaller than him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> every big man just. Uh, yeah, we kind of know what it's like to uh, watch a team that can't get a single rebound. Mm-hmm. And um, it I got to say, not always a winning basketball strategy. But so, you know uh, what? The Warriors then, one time in our use, went the opposite way. Do you remember when they did that and and like signed and drafted only rebounders? And that was also miserable. Yeah, it didn't when, really. It turns out the Danny Fortson, Eric Dampier uh, front court. Not not oh. a lot of points being scored. <laughs> I think they gave Jason Caffey a seven year contract. <laughs> they Joey. did, yeah, they did. Your uh. time. <laughs> um, okay, so the big trade. So Dallas just. Uh, I mean, he opted in for the. He opted into his option for the trade. Uh, Dallas just wants to clear money for like Kyle Lowry or something. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, Dinwiddie. So, huh? They're not gonna make a run at Dinwiddie. I think it's like I think the Wizards maybe have it have already talked to him and he wants to go there or something. Well, I don't know why there's not other Dinwiddie rumors. So right, where's Joey? Brad going? I think Brad's staying. Brad Beal? Brad Beal's staying. Tommy Shepard said staying? it. Yeah. I mean, I Tommy know that's Shepard what said. Tommy Shepard said he, like, the rumor was if Brad was going to leave, he was going to ask for a trade before the deadline. Before, I mean, before the draft, because he was like, I know that's how you get actual, like, compensation. And well, then he didn't. Apparently, Westbrook thought he was leaving, so he demanded a trade like three weeks ago. Yeah, and then LeBron but and Tommy Shepard Tommy worked Shepard it out said together. He's thin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, um, I mean, sure, yeah, okay, yeah. If you uh, if you'll allow it, he keeps not. I mean, everybody constantly thinks he's unhappy and wants to get out, and he does not seem to have taken any of those opportunities to. I think he really loves living in Washington. Actually. I think he likes it. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Well, because he's the fucking he's running the show. Yeah. And nobody cares about the basketball team on the grand scale. Yeah. So them being bad isn't like it's not like being bad on the Lakers where you can't even fucking walk around. Right. You can still 
you can still hit them all mm-hmm. coming off a five game losing streak. Uh-huh. Nobody's yeah. gonna be up your ass. You're like, oh, hey. <laughs> Uh, okay, so another big move for Boston. Boston traded uh, Tristan Thompson mm-hmm. in exchange for uh, Chris Dunn oh. and Bruno Fernando. Yeah. I thought you were going to say in exchange for Christian Mingle. Oh. <laughs> no, but uh, I believe that um, Tristan Thompson is probably on yeah. Christian Mingle. Christian Mingle, exactly. It's, yeah, all, yeah. it's all connected. He's on, he's on all of them. There was someone on Twitter who said that, of course, when Tristan Thompson gets dealt, it's a three-way. Yeah. Hey. Um, uh, and in that oh, trade, and then, Atlanta uh, got Dell on right. Which, yeah, they rerouted Tristan to the Sacramento Kings. In exchange which, for- I got to say, it really feels like uh, the Kings really gave up the most in that trade, right? Um, like, Dell on think- right is like a guy that was signed for money. Like, people wanted him. Like people always want Delon Wright. Yeah, yeah but he he's been up, traded he like Dallas? three times in the past year. <laughs> but that's well, the Dallas. Problem. <laughs> Dallas got him, and then he got traded to Memphis, and then Memphis he was traded in Detroit. him to Sacramento. No, no, he was, he was in, in Detroit. Detroit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> oh, there was four years. There was a couple years where I thought Delon Wright was Stromal Swift. Yeah. So no, I mean, like <laughs> two years ago, he was on the Raptors, and he is now on his fourth team since yeah. then. Fifth team. Yeah, yeah. So, um. 14, 15, but he's still 16. better than Tristan, like than than like thirty six year old Tristan Thompson, right? How old is Tristan Thompson? He's like twenty eight. <laughs> he feels thirty six though, right? He, he does feel <laughs> mentally thirty six for sure. I mean, he he has lived a life. Uh huh. Uh, I, I mean, mean, are the Kings are the Kings going to try to be good? They've got some good stuff. I mean, you do know, they? Halliburton and Fox. Yeah, I mean, Halliburton's legit, right? Yeah, uh, Fox Tristan, is good, but he's thir- he's thirty. Yeah, okay. but you know the rest of their team is like Tristan Thompson, Davion Mitchell, Rashawn Holmes. Like these guys are pretty good, but like it's not, they're well, in the they West. Think, it's almost like they just think they <laughs> yeah. think they think Holmes is leaving, and this is like their depressed way of dealing with it. They're just like. What's the point? This guy's gonna break up with me anyway. <laughs> I'm gonna call my ex. I mean, meanwhile, Darren Fox's dad was complaining about Davion Mitchell already on Twitter, and then Marvin Bagley's family is always fighting with Kings fans to, about him wanting needing to get out of there. <laughs> oh man! Wait the 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 family is saying he sorry. <laughs> The family is saying he does need to get out of there? Yes, the family wants him, oh, okay. tra- has wanted him traded for years now. And that's a good, loving family. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. What that is. <laughs> <laughs> Some people who care about you. Um, drafting Mitchell was so bizarre because, okay, so he didn't work out for the team, mm-hmm. so he didn't want to go there. Uh-huh. Um, he plays the same position as De'Aaron Fox. And as far Tyrese as Halliburton. And Tyrese Halliburton. So... I mean, I guess they cleared and last year. They traded for Delon Wright and Terrence Davis, two more defensive guards. Right. They still have <laughs> Terrence Davis, right? Yes. They yes. They still have Terrence Davis. I mean, they it's don't. Just I like... Harrison Barnes is the only forward on the entire team. I think. Well, I think I don't think Bagley likes to play the five or no, at all. Bagley, he, he, Bagley he plays. Sure. He plays IL. <laughs> Uh, 
Meanwhile, they also could have just not uh, poisoned the well with Bogdan Bogdanovich and then have a three-guard rotation of Tyrese Halliburton, De'Aaron Fox, and Bogdan Bogdanovich. That seems better than whatever this is. Well, they also somehow blew the Buddy Heald trade. <laughs> oh, right. Buddy Heald is that was also like, there. That was like agreed upon. And then LeBron's like, no, I think Russ will come here. <laughs> let me call uh, Let me call white pimp Tommy Shepard and lock this <laughs> in. Uh, I mean, I kind of like this for Atlanta. Like, I could see I love him, it like, for oh, Atlanta. Yeah, DeLon, like, Delon Wright, the, the ninth man for the Hawks. Great. Delon Wright is real is good. He's like uh slightly worse at defense than Chris Dunn, but slightly better. So, like at offense, so he's like more of an actual like where Chris Dunn is like a true one way player. <laughs> Delon Wright is like a one and a half way player. <laughs> he's like a little bigger. I mean, yeah, yeah. It's not like, yeah, they barely, it's, they kind of like, I mean, did Chris Dunn get hurt or did he just he was hurt fall out of the too. rotation? Okay. He was okay. hurt too, but yeah. But he, he also gets hurt a lot. And DeLon yeah. Wright, uh, yeah, like that's, you're locking in some average production. I will say, um, is it me or is, does it feel like now that Brad Stevens has power in Boston, he's like straight up making spite trades, like people he just hated coaching. Oh, like Tristan Thompson. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I could see that. Also, uh, I'll tell you this: Tristan Thompson is going to clean. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> oh man, yeah, he does seem like the type of dirtbag who would like that type of vibe. He like needs hanging to out in California. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll I'll tell you this, Jamel. There are two clubs in, in sacramento uh there's the sacramento punchline very legitimate nice mm-hmm. club and then there is laughs unlimited which is uh located in old town sacramento next to railroad museum mm-hmm. and okay. tristan thompson seems like a laughs unlimited type guy <laughs> <laughs> but but i i'm also willing to be booked laughs unlimited mm-hmm. oh yeah please yeah. laughs unlimited yeah. contact us you guys uh, should both go Go together. We'll open. Oh, we'll so open yeah. for Tristan. Co-headlining. Yeah, it's easy. Unlimited. Um. All um, right. Okay. We've got some free agency rumors, real quick. Let's do that, and then we got some special Jamel games. Yeah. It's time for free agency, and this is not a time for robots. Robots have no agency. So take it away, Jim Gray. Well, everybody is on pins and needles across the country. Would you like to sleep on it a little longer? Are you ready to make this decision? You were able to be recruited because you went straight to the NBA from high school. So have you enjoyed this recruiting process now? How many people know your decision right now? When did you decide? So the last time you changed your mind was yesterday? So does the team that you're going to, that you'll announce in a few minutes, do they know your decision? Do you have any doubts about your decision? We've had everybody else biting their nails, so I guess it's time for them to stop chewing. The answer to the question everybody wants to know, what's your decision? I believe in the four-point line. I believe soup is the perfect food. I believe in a Belichick Popovich presidential ticket. I believe that every DiCaprio movie would be just a little bit better as a Matt Damon movie. Free agency. Um, all right. <laughs> I forgot that part was in the free agency draft. <laughs> I, 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 right. thought you, I thought you pulled a nope. remix. Nope. What did you guys do to basketball news? <laughs> you made it so scary. <laughs> uh, Sean... 
what uh what are some sto- what are some free agency rumors flying around it starts we're recording this on sunday it starts yeah. tomorrow so um well one thing that's not a rumor the miami heat picked up goran dragic's mm-hmm. option for next year uh people seem to think that's uh a precursor to trading him because they only the only big contracts they have that would match in a sign and trade are uh jimmy and bam and they're not mm-hmm. getting rid of those guys yeah so uh yep it seems like they would maybe uh see if toronto would accept like tyler hero and him for uh color oh wait sorry tyler tyler hero's untouchable right yeah yeah they wouldn't trade, trade him, him for james, james harden, harden so, so you can't why not gonna you? trade him what? um how did um, they do that <laughs> Uh, it looks like Mike Conley is coming back to the Jazz. Yeah, uh, for like three and sixty, and in order to save luxury tax money, they they traded Derek Favors, the, the hologram of a player. Yeah, they traded a first round pick uh, for him and uh, like a second round pick that isn't real in twenty twenty seven. So, uh, congrats, congratulations. Gotta uh, love, gotta love the Utah Jazz and their new owner who claimed he was going to spend a ton of money. Uh, his team is the number one seed for the first time in like 20 Uh years, and then he immediately starts cutting payroll. (laughs) Yeah, and and he's he's probably cutting further. Yeah, yeah, they keep saying they're going to trade Joe Ingles or uh, uh, Boyan. But uh, congratulations to first-time All-Star Mike Conley for uh, mm-hmm. getting paid. Yeah. Get Jamel, how do you feel about Mike Conley getting paid? Uh, Sure. I mean, Utah <laughs> does seem kind of close, honestly. Yeah. I like I like when teams actually run it back for real and don't try to, like, well, let's replace it with sort of the same guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's a well, classic I mean, move that doesn't. They are going to do that, though, at forward, unfortunately. Okay. Hey, you like, know, yeah, take yeah. your pick. Yeah. <laughs> <Maybe. laughs> They're getting rid of. It seems like they're going to get rid of fan favorite Joe Ingle, which is the Jingle Man. It's fine. I guess the Jingle Man was the one on his way out physically, (laughs) but could he ever run in the first place? Yeah, it doesn't seem like he's slower than yeah. How could you tell he's getting slower? Did he did he hurt his back repaving his mother's driveway? That's the (laughs) only reason you get rid of Joe Ingles. Um, uh, anybody else, Sean? Oh, Lonzo going to Chicago, it looks like. That's, Chicago's making an offer. We will see if the Pelicans uh, match or They're not, not going to match. Zion seems to want them to match, but they also seem like they want Kyle Lowry. But you know what? Zion also wanted a movie theater in his house, and the city of New Orleans said no. So Yeah, so they're, uh, they're forcing him out of town right now. <laughs> That's what's happening. Uh, um, hey, Joey, can we pause for one minute? Sure. I accept it. Okay, I'll be right back. Yeah. Um, yeah, but again, New Orleans, that uh, seems like Zion wants out. All right, anything else for free agency? Yeah, my, nah. my baby alien video. All right, so Jamel, mm-hmm. you have a podcast that is uh, everybody loves. That's not Airbuds, even though everybody also loves Airbuds. Shout out to Benner well, and yeah. uh, Peter. Um, yeah, s- someone loves it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But NBA story time. Do you want to tell our listeners what the the the, the catch with NBA story time? NBA story time. Short form 
sport narrative podcasting. I'm just telling some lesser-known NBA tales. I mean, if you're a real head, these are things that you probably know. These are probably things that both you and Sean know mm-hmm. very well. But for the more casual fan, for the fan who uh, didn't start watching until after Kobe Bryant died, mm-hmm. sure, these things are for you. <laughs> Somebody after he died was like, you know what, I should, should look into this basketball thing. I wonder what basketball is. And, I, and this is for them. Yeah. No, it's great. Um, what's your been your favorite NBA story so far that you've told? Probably Tony Lavelli. This dude who got drafted by the Celtics in like 59. He's like George Mikan before George Mikan. And he was also really good at accordion. Ooh. And his decision was between the Celtics and just playing accordion. He should have chosen an accordion, though. Right? Yeah, and the Celtics yeah. had to sweeten his deal by saying they would pay him extra to play accordion at halftime of games. <laughs> well, it was the only way he would come play for the Celtics. Sean has some stories he wants to pitch you for NBA story time. Yeah. Um, okay. So, so you you won. You you've had a you you had a podcast about Will Chamberlain's lovemaking. Yes, yes. Shaq and Akeem's talk about duel. Yep. A haunted NBA Jam video cabinet. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. Drajan. Uh-huh. So uh, this was this was a story that I think we broke on our podcast. Ooh. Story of how Dwayne Wade learned he actually did like seafood. Have you ever heard this story? <laughs> no. Okay, <laughs> so. In all at all at the All Star Game in New Orleans, Dwayne Wade and LeBron James were going out to dinner. They were meeting for dinner. Dwayne Wade was running late, but LeBron was sitting at dinner with Gabrielle Union, Dwayne Wade's wife, and LeBron's own wife. And, and uh, star of like, finest. Yeah, and and <laughs> Dwayne Wade just texts like order for me, and Gabrielle Union is like, okay, I'll order for uh, for you, and LeBron's like, no. I'll do it. And he orders the Chilean sea bass for mm-hmm. Dwayne Wade. And Gabrielle Union is like, no, LeBron, Dwayne doesn't like fish. He doesn't eat seafood. And LeBron goes, trust me, he'll like it. And refuses to let her order anything else for Dwayne. Dwayne shows up. Turns out he does love Chilean sea bass once he eats it for the first time. This is a Sam I am. And now it's story. one of his favorite foods. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and technically, it's an Argentinian toothfish. They just call it a Chilean sea bass because it sounds yeah. more delicious. So LeBron ordered something instead of Dwayne Wade's wife chose to order the food and ordered something he doesn't like. And now Dwayne Wade pretends to like sea bass because LeBron ordered it for him. That's interesting. Yeah. According to an interview with uh, our own Dave Schilling, Mm -hmm. Dwayne Wade says he likes seafood in general now. Okay. (laughs) So I got another one. Uh, This is from this is from the wild uh, 2000 2000 early 2000s uh, Portland Trailblazers. There's two fight stories that Mm -hmm. I think would be good. Uh, the first one is when Zach Randolph sucker punched Ruben Patterson and broke his eye socket. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then was so afraid of Ruben Patterson murdering him 
he had to hide at Dale Davis's house for two days. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, okay, so then there's another one where um, uh, Korean center Hasung Jin and uh, Nezdad Sinanovich were mm-hmm. both uh, Blazers. They're 7-4 and 7-3. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got into a, a scuffle at practice. Jin got punched and started yelling, I'll sue, I'll sue, I'll sue. And then he uh, picked up a large wooden dowel. I've had it. I've heard it described as like kind of like the size of a curtain rod mm-hmm. and started hitting him with it at the locker and like poked him in the rib. was like poking him like it was a sword. So an actual giant fight, a giant fight, in which practice, that yeah. does sound like it's, it rules. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, like everyone watching. Apparently it was it took a little while to break up the fight because the people who were supposed to started laughing. Mm hmm. And yeah, and like couldn't get there quickly enough. We okay, so teaser, teasy mini tease. We mm-hmm. do have a story about Will Purdue, which okay. does mention a little bit of the jail blazer days, uh-huh. but we do not catalog the fights in full. <laughs> and I definitely feel like the, not the fight between Ha Sung Jin and yeah. Dad Sinovit, which is the yeah. big, which is a big time one. I'm thinking top five blazer fights. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's While good. While we're talking about blazer fights. Uh, oh, Joey, yes. Do you Are you aware of the the fight between the Golden State Warriors and the Portland Trailblazers where Chris Mills uh, had a gun in his car and drove, chased the Portland Trailblazers bus to Wasn't the Oakland airport? The- or, yeah. yeah, he was blocking, but then he chased it to the airport with a gun in his car because they had, they got in a fight in a game earlier that night. Yeah, he and Rashid Wallace. Got this happened in, like, 2004. Also, <laughs> uh, It sounds like is... it happened in 1979, but this yeah. happened in 2004. Also, the airport is very close to the Coliseum Arena. <laughs> he took the train. <laughs> He's like, I took airport. I, I got ahead of him. Yeah. <laughs> No, I did not know about that. <laughs> Pretty great. Uh, okay. Thank you. Uh, one of them, uh, Stefan Marbury, stars in a Chinese musical about his life. Of course, of course. Starring. Um, okay. Uh, another one is the story of Rick Barry refusing to shoot in Game 7 of the 1976 Western Conference Finals. Uh, I believe he had 16 points in the first half, and he finished mm-hmm. with 20 because... Uh, a guy on Portland like threw an elbow at him mm-hmm. and they got into a dust up. And in the seventies, like no one even got technicals for that. Uh, and he, wa- he apparently reviewed the, the tape at mm-hmm. halftime and none and of his teammates, the, the teammates didn't back him up or they backed him up too slowly. So you can watch footage of the game where he's just passing off every time he gets the ball. And, <sighs> uh, and then in the last like two minutes, he starts to try again but it's too late and they uh they lose. There's two other good uh Rick Barry stories. Similarly, uh the year they won the title, uh no one fought for Rick Barry except for it so his coach literally fought the uh the Washington Bullets. Al Adels. Al Adels got thrown out of a game for fighting players that because is they a, wouldn't back up Rick Barry. <laughs> that is that has never happened before in NBA history. A coach being ejected from a finals game for fighting. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I don't know much about Rick Barry, but he does. After watching him coach, 
mm-hmm. and do commentary for the big three. I believe all of it. Yeah. Well, the, he is the most hated man in NBA history. There's uh, there's also an incredible clip of him uh, in that historic 1988 Michael Jordan slam dunk contest. In Being Chicago. very racist. He says that uh, one of the dunks was a Chinese Superman because he went at the rim slanty. Yeah. He's a uh, Rick Barry's racist. Uh, also, uh, so the night. What, oh yeah, go ahead. the night the Golden State Warriors traded Monte Ellis was also the night of Chris Mullins' retirement ceremony, uh, jersey retirement. Uh-huh. So all the uh, the the uh, the Warriors legends were there to like present. Uh-huh. And Joe Lacob also spoke, and the fans were so mad at him, they wouldn't stop booing him because he traded Monte Ellis. Uh-huh. And Rick Barry proceeded to scream at the fans this. Hey, one second here. Come on, people. You fans are the greatest fans in the world. That's everybody said that. Show a little bit of class. This is crazy. Seriously. Come on, you're doing yourself a disservice. All of the wonderful accolades being said to you for you to treat this man who is spending his money to do the best that he can to turn this franchise around, and I know he's going to do it. So give him the respect he deserves. Yeah, that's Rick Barry making uh, people boo at him more because they Mm -hmm. hate him. He, uh, (laughs) I was going to interview him uh, once at the big three uh workout before the draft i have a video of him missing a series of underhand free throws as he's encouraging people to shoot granny style and then um i took a picture for a fan he's like oh uh here i'll get you i'll get you in a second and he was doing some kind of radio spot where he um immediately became very angry about how unfair people were being to donald trump and he uh stormed out yeah, so I did not Damn. actually interview Rick. <laughs> Damn it, Rick. Uh, Sean, let's do two more. Let's do two um, more. Okay, we've talked about Larry Bird and hurting his back, shoveling the driveway. Uh, Olin Polonese was arrested for impersonating a police officer twice. twice. Have you considered doing he's, that on NBA Storytime? 6'10". <laughs> it's like a toy badge. Nice. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, we can run that Eddie clip. We can run him at the free throw line and Eddie. Uh huh. So um, it's a double. I think every, I think people are familiar with the Prince Carlos Boozer story, right? Yeah. Would yeah. you consider doing that house that that story about Prince, Prince renting house. Carlos Boozer's house? <laughs> I wonder how big that is. I mean, I know ESPN did a whole thing about it, so it's like yeah, is I, think it it, too I think big. Maybe. Yeah. No. Um, okay, so the other one I think you might want to talk about is uh, Mike Miller's uh, pet monkey. Mm-hmm. Do you know this story? No. <laughs> when he originally, um, when he originally lived in Orlando, Orlando he had yeah. a pet monkey, and they'd like close the monkey up in the bedroom, mm-hmm. but didn't realize that the monkey had figured out how to open all the doors in the house. Mm-hmm. So what would happen is the monkey would escape from the bedroom, mm-hmm. and then open up the door to where the dogs were, mm-hmm. and open up the front door monkey would ride mike miller's dogs as they mm-hmm. like ran around the neighborhood and he would get calls from the neighbors it's like your monkey's riding on a dog again and that feels like a very mike miller story 
Mike Miller disregards. He's like, oh, okay, I'll get right to yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They oh, always come home. The monkey knows how to get home. Don't worry. My bad. <laughs> if the monkey knows how to get home, then he knows how to get home. I don't know what I'm supposed to yeah. say to the goddamn homeowners association. I cut my grass. Uh, so those are our NBA stories. Sean. Well, Jamel, actually. You well, also class, six. Yeah, what thank you. you. What you got for me? You also have another show. Uh, do you want to explain your sketch comedy show you have out? It's called Sneak This. Uh, it's on the BR app. It's on the Bleacher Report, uh, Kicks, mm-hmm. uh, Instagram, YouTube, uh, TikTok. If you're nasty, it's me. It's Rob Hayes, uh, CJ Toledano, mm-hmm. uh, a cast of zany characters. Yep, all type of fools sneaking in there. Uh, Joe McAdam. Um, uh, 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 fucking, um, uh, goddamn, um, uh, Joe McAdam. Uh, uh, I mean, Joe uh, McAdam Kate is Faye. so go so good. You do need to mention him twice. Yeah, Joe he's McAdam good. Uh, Baron Vaughn. Uh, love Baron. You know, Mo Welch. Yeah. Will, Will Miles. A bunch of little. Love a bunch Will of Miles. Cutie, love Mo Welch. A bunch of cutie patooties. Yeah. And we're joking around about shoes and making children online very mad at us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> So Sean, uh, I like have... I like the Narcos video a lot. Thank you. Uh, so, not really yeah. him. Kids really thought it was that kid. <laughs> so Sean picked a few <laughs> shoes for you to look at. So this is a unique signature shoe. I don't think there's been anything like it uh, before. This is the only signature shoe that Warner Brothers ever released. Uh, these are the me? big countries. Mm-hmm. They did. After after Space Jam, Warner Brothers decided they were also going to produce shoes, and they signed Glenn Rice and Bryant Reeves. And Glenn Rice very quickly was like, "This isn't a shoe company." Mm-hmm. So yeah. they produced this the the big countries for Bryant Reeves, and this is this is an autograph pair, uh, and the tongue say WB. Well, you know, honestly, nowadays I know these are cool. Uh, Jamel, do you want to describe these big countries? The big, the big countries. The big countries kind of look like a um, a very mid '90s basic Nike basketball shoe, a high top mm-hmm. with uh, it's all white leather with the words WB Sport yeah, on really the Really big, yeah. Uh huh. Big time, and it's got the aqua. Uh, holes for the eyelets it's kind of supposed to look like a nike they kind of uh, look a like tempo. a they kind of look There's, like a pump with none of the shit on it yeah. do you know yeah, what i it's mean kind of like, like a pump it's the it's kind of looks like a pump it has the colors of a nike up tempo yeah it also it also has what i would describe as the closest thing to a swoosh you could put out without getting sued yeah yeah, yeah it's yeah. half an a6 <laughs> logo <laughs> it's like half of the it's like uh it's like half a Carolina Hurricanes logo, you know what I mean? Like, but yeah. m- not even a half, like a quarter of the Carolina Hurricanes logo. What? And then why would you call them the big countries? Why wouldn't you just call them? Why wouldn't you just release Space Jammers and call them Space Jammers? Yeah, Good question. Because you needed that marketing power of Brian Reeves. Yeah, why would you put that pressure on Brian Reeves? <laughs> it's very strange. Um, hold right, on. What's our next shoe, Sean? All right, our next shoe. Is uh, we're gonna look at these the deli ones. Are you familiar with the deli ones? I actually am, and I do. I'm looking for some Australia colored deli ones. Yeah. <laughs> there Currently. are there are a couple colorways. I went with the the basic deli one. 
Yeah. Oh, see, I like the black deli one, which looks the, like shoes for refs. Yeah, the peak. Yeah, peak yeah, yeah. Brand deli ones. Deli got a pair of shoes for almost dying in the finals. Yeah, because he was drinking coffee at halftime. That's an NBA storyline. <laughs> mm-hmm. That is. <laughs> d- d- coffee sends Matthew Eleven to, to, to the hospital yeah. during the finals. He thought the way to guard Stephen Curry was to drink an entire pot of coffee during halftime of the NBA finals. Uh-huh. Well, he, he had to think of something. And he had to think of something <laughs> fast. Uh, so, yeah, those are the delis. Uh, I'm going to show the these. Spencer Dinwiddie well, has... Uh, hold on, hold on. Oh, Jamel, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, what you're doing... We can't just say those oh, sorry, are the... Sorry. This is an audio show. The, okay, sorry. so here's the deli. The so, deli yeah, one, Jamel, describe the deli one. Here's the, the deli one. The deli one looks like a Kobe 4, mm-hmm. Nike Kobe 4, with none of the Kobe stuff on uh-huh. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just the under... What if a Kobe 4 just got out of the shower? It also... <laughs> it also didn't get dressed, and it was not dressed. It also kind of looks like the the body of it looks a little bit like you put. They're a little like Steve Nash's like dress shoes that are also athletic shoes a little yeah. bit. Um, yeah. Yeah, you could wear these to any nursing yeah. home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're nurses' shoes. That's what they. They're look definitely like. yeah. nurse for quick nurses. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Slow NBA players and quick nurses. Nurses. <laughs> <laughs> Just the fastest nurse in the tri-state area. <laughs> um, all right, so these are... Oh, are these the Gordon Haywards? These are the GH ones. Can you see this? Whoa. Yeah. yeah. These okay. are terrible. Yeah, I've never actually seen these. And... Jamel, describe what we're looking at here. <laughs> we're looking at another classic low top. Um, uh-huh. It looks kind of like... Boston meets zebra. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's green on the toe box. Mm-hmm. Zebra in the middle. Yeah. And then green on the back. With to represent like bad white also on the back. Like a like it almost looks like just the mane of the Dallas Mavericks horse. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, kind of like like the the sentient alien costume for Venom is slowly attacking these shoes. I would yes, say yes, yes, yes. This looks like a cosmetic you get for free in a in a video game that no one ever equips. And it's free, so it sucks. You know, they're just like, yeah. here's the free one. You don't get to buy, <laughs> like, put this on Master Chief and no one does. <laughs> yeah, also that photo, just, you know, his shoes in the foreground with three way cooler pairs of yeah, shoes. Yeah, yeah, way cooler shoes in the background. Not great for the marketing team. <laughs> Um, all right, I'm going to show you. Let's do a couple more of these. This is uh, this is going to be an old signature shoe. Mm-hmm. This is by Antoine Walker. Whoa! Okay. And Great. these are called the Real Deals. Whoa! Nice. Shit! <laughs> a little bit ahead of his time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> shoes. I mean, you know, shoes have gotten chunkier and chunkier. Mm-hmm. Uh, this since... does seem like uh, a pair of shoes a TikTok girl would wear now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. If you make it all white, you could do any number of TikTok dances. In yeah, these. yeah, yeah. That's it's real. Describe it, Jamel. <laughs> um, if you remember Kobe Bryant's first shoe with Adidas, it's kind of like that. This is a um, this is a a mid uh top shoe 
with a big outsole. Like the outsole also kind of has a venom thing mm -hmm. where it looks like the the bottom is taking over the top of the shoe. It's but like it's um, not like a whole sole you know what it is? either. Like it's like it's a shoe with uh bumper guards. It's like when you yeah, go bowling, yeah, yeah, and you yeah, put yeah. bumper guard. It's got <laughs> bumper guards on the sides. But also, the bumper guard is not like complete. It looks almost like they put it. They made it with a piping bag. Yeah. Um. Yeah. This. Uh, it's silver. Uh, red, white. And it's red, blue, and silver. There is yeah. no white in the shoe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's uh looks kind of like something you would wear to the Puerto Rican Day Parade. Mm-hmm. Uh honestly, like it the best. This is the one I like the best so far. Wouldn't yeah, wear I would it. Like to but... see this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I would I would like to see this and just give me more gray. Yeah. The outsole those... is a little um uh it's a little bit like that guy who designed Alien. What's a haunt of uh Giger. Yeah. So oh, HR Giger. Yeah, HR Giger. Uh, yeah, yeah. The D, the Adidas torsion era. Mm -hmm. That was their torsion system. Uh -huh. Strange name. Now this is this is a unique signature shoe. This is the first uh Asian American athlete to have a signature well, NBA player to have a signature shoe. Michael Chang had a Reebok. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, NBA players. So this is the uh the, the Jeremy Lin. Lin. The Jer the J Lin one. So that's Even also fake Nike. His name is not Jalen. Right. That's a little yeah. confusing. Yeah. That's why like, I said Why would Jeremy you call him the Lin Sanities? I, I don't understand that. Yeah, what what shoe brand is this? Uh it is a Chinese brand. It is called hold on. Because there's an upside down swoosh on this that like yeah. gets cut off by the end of the shoe. Also ahead of his time. I mean, it's the same. It is from a company called XTEP. X-T-E. Uh, this is like. I, I like the here. like ocean vibe of this. <laughs> the colorway is like a like a body glove suit. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Well, yeah. it's supposed to be. So the theme of these, I looked this up. Uh, it's supposed. These are called the waters. It's supposed uh -huh. to represent walking on water, like okay. Jesus. And the back, uh, I should have found one with the back too. There are some little footprints. Oh no! So it's it's about. So it's Jesus like this is how they the carry. This is he carried you. Those. No, this is more just Jesus walking on the wall. Well, uh, you know what? I think I think those are pretty close, right? Yeah, footprints in the sand. Shit. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. All right. Let's look at uh, two more. As if that's yeah, okay. And then we'll let Jamel go. Yeah. Because okay, we've had him for a while here. We have had you for a while here. Uh, <laughs> so I want to look at uh, Giannis's signature shoe, the Freak One. Which is the the son of the Jalen one. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. Yeah. This has if, like a plaid colorway on it. This is, is this because he saw uh, Coming to America? Is that why he uh -huh. did it? It has a real McDougal's vibe to yeah, it. Yeah. Did sure. he do that? Like a tartan tongue. Is Paul Bunyan from Milwaukee? Is that what's going on here? No, he's from he's from Minnesota. God damn. I mean, it. they're the best. They're the best at wearing plaid shirts, which mm -hmm. I do believe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's sort of a. I can't tell what the pattern is really supposed to be. Is that is that like an M? I can't tell. It looks like it's two mountains, kind of. I don't it's know. I don't understand this. Mountains. I like. I I've actually liked. Uh. 
some of the Giannis shoes. Not this colorway, though. Yeah, it's kind of... Oh, you know what? I'm going to... We're going to do two. Sorry. Okay. I just want to... I want Thompson fours. Okay. Well, and let's then, let's then... see another one. I don't think there's much... Uh, people have seen the Giannis shoe. They just haven't seen this plaid colorway. Yeah, that's true. Um, that's true. Giannis shoe is a pretty famous shoe. Um, All right. So these are the these are the Clay Thompson fours. They're from Anta. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, Jamel, do you want to describe what we're looking at here? Yeah, we're looking at a nice sea foam, uh, kind of pastel bluish green. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Another low top. It's very simple. It's kind of like uh, like a fake fly knit kind of. Yeah, it's kind of like Echo the Dolphin. Yeah, yeah, it's very Echo the Dolphin as a shoe. I, it's yeah. with like the. A really shiny, shitty piece of plastic on the side. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it, it feels like it is kind of a precursor to Clay's reinvention as a uh, boatman. Essentially, yeah, like a yeah, a boatman, a, a water loving. Yeah. And it reminds me of him talking about how the ocean refreshes him almost as much as playing chess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Lamar Odom also said the ocean refreshed him too. Yeah. Well, the Lakers traded him anyway. Yeah. yeah, I think he meant right. ocean spray. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And the final one, uh, John Wall's signature shoe. Oh, man. Uh, I believe this is the Zig Slash. Yeah. Yeah, the Ziggies. What in the hell was going on here? It looks like a cart, like a like a hand cart you would get at the Foot Locker. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you'd hold like, one of those grocery carts. Uh-huh. It looks like roller skates. Yeah, it does look <laughs> like roller skates. Um, There's... There's so many, pe- like it 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 separated so many times, mm-hmm. like the lattice on the toe, mm-hmm. lattice on the side. Uh, but it's like real lattice and fake lattice too, right? And then the sole has lattice vibes too. This show this shoe was so bad, Nike stopped making basketball shoes for a while. <laughs> well, this is Reebok, isn't it? Uh, excuse me, I said Nike. I mean Reebok. Yeah, 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 yeah. Reebok came out with these. They uh, shat the bed, clearly. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then they just gave up for a while. Are they back? Do the, does Reebok They're back kind of back. Basketball They're shoes? kind of back. I mean, basically what they do now is just make uh, questions. They just they just oh, re-release one yeah. million colors of questions. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know. And then they also, uh, you can buy those clubs. You can buy the Reebok yeah. clubs, too. Now, you get the, the clubs. Did, did the Zig Tech technology uh, survive this shoe, or did did it die with this shoe? It's pretty much dead. Did I mean, it got... John Wall also have a shoe with Adidas that had a dumb sole that had like fake springs on it too. Well, there wasn't fake springs, but it had the big kind of chunky uh, outsole, kind of like it was a remix of the Antoine Walker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he did. <laughs> But he he likes to. The man likes to experiment. What can I say? Yeah, yeah. With uh, shoes. Um, well, yeah, that's the only thing he likes to experiment with. Yeah, yeah no, no. Not, uh, yeah, nothing else. Nothing else. Uh, at all. Not falling in his house. Nothing. No, definitely <laughs> not uh, substances at all. Mixing different yeah, substances no. or. Oh no! We never. No, no. Um, I think that's our episode, Jamel. Well. What would you plug plug all your stuff one more time for our listeners? Look, okay, guys, just sneak this, just find, just snurch, just sneak this, check out, follow BR Kicks, and just wait and just wait. 
uh, <laughs> at Airbuds Air Pod on everything. Um, our draft spectacular. We just rate the lottery pick suits. Great. Come, oh, come check out lottery pick suits on the Airbuds feed at Airbuds Pod. Uh, NBA story time. Story time is one word. Search it in all your mm-hmm. little podcast engines. And uh, I want to plug you, the listener. Oh. Thank you. How nice of you. Sean, do you want to tell people when you're recording your album? Thank you. It is on September 29th at the San Francisco Punchline. You can get tickets now. Uh, Maybe we'll put a link in the show notes. Uh, One night only Wednesday, September 29th, the beautiful Sacramento San Francisco Punchline 444 Battery I almost blew my plug. I was um, thinking, well, he's on, you know what? He, Tyrese Halliburton, and Harrison Barnes are always on the ticket list, <laughs> always on my comp list. Well, second. and you know, unlike most NBA draft picks, uh, Davion Mitchell would get the references in your comedy because he's old. That's true. Yeah. That's <laughs> I don't think Franz Wagner would get it, but boy, would Davion Mitchell, 24 uh-huh. year old. First round draft pick, get it. Um, he's he's 22, I know, guys. Uh, as for me, you can always follow me on Twitter, at Frankie Muniz, where on um, 6-19-2014, I tweeted, there's nothing worse than flying across the country and then having to wait over an hour for mom to pick me up because she was vacuuming. It's one of one of his greatest of all time. Um, Sean, did you write a song? I did. Uh, continuing, uh, still rubbing it in Sufjan Stevens's face uh, by writing a song about every NBA city. Uh, we have gotten to the D's. The last song was about oh, it was about Aaron Gordon. The one before that was Haralabob. So we've gotten to Detroit, and this song is called "Killian: The Name of." It is a Rage Against the Machine song about Killian Hayes. Great. Uh, that'll be playing under us shortly. Uh, trust the process. Trust and, the um, process. Shut it down. Let's all free agency start. Delhi drink too much Folgers. Delonte West with my cola. 
Chris Paul is a huge bowler. Devion Mitchell is older. But now James was a soldier. They got me confidence closer. Together's making foreclosures. Sitting big no exposure. And Corey Johnson's a hoser. They didn't try. It was justified. The lottery falls. Got the chosen guy. Try Weaver's size. Full of surprise. When King Cunningham's pick was finalized. Killian's size was really prized. Had a fever turning. He made the all-star five. His playing times been compromised. He's never back up as you might surmise. Some of those losses are the same crossing. Some of those who took losses are the same crossing. Some of those who took losses are the same crossing. Some of those who took losses are the same who we cross on. Oh! Come on! Killy in the haze of! Killy in the haze of! Get swollen, become a good pick and roller. Gotta work on a floater. Get Frank to Sheila a boner. Now you come out of the bed. Now you come out It's crazy like Joe Defoma. Tom Gorris is a high roller. I bet he's proud to come troller. He's a dramatic manona. Should he success with a joker? True was a poorly unloader. Jamal's was a two-point holder. Probably size wasn't utilized. They hoped that this deal could be amortized. Daniel dies, unqualified. Extrapolate like his grandma was hospitalized. Thunder thighs, I stigmatized. Jason Maxio was so undersized. Pistons guys were traumatized. Then my missing Dallas both had capsized. Come on!
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.